to Lexington, you guys. Welcome, welcome. Happy Monday, everybody. I hope your weekend went well and the beginning of your week is starting okay. Let's get the check box over here where we can see it. Special shout out to my Monday night buddy, Miss Joy Hall, over here on Instagram. Happy Monday to you. Um, let's see here. Let us see if we are um, live. Um, if you guys could just give me a quick shout out, make sure that the video and the audio is working okay. And um, let me get that off of there. We don't need that for tonight, do we? <laughs> Good to see you guys. Happy Monday. Oh, Taya says no sound. Seems like we have the worst problem with sound. Hang on and let us see. Um, just a second. Hmm. Okay, let's do another sound check. Um, let's do another sound check. I know it's working over here on Instagram, but, um, check again and see if sound, no sound. Let's see. Now, let's see if we got any sound now. Any sound? Um, hang on a second. Okay, so Christy says she can hear now. All I really did was, like, unplug this and plug it back in. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Happy Monday night, everybody. Golly, golly, golly. This uh, day has been really strange and weird. There were lots of ambulances and sirens. Uh, streaking all over the place, lots of people pulling out in front of you, um, lots of people just really agitated and just downright hateful today. Did you guys experience any of that today? Let me know how your day has gone. Big shout out to my son over here on Instagram, Michael Lawrence 68 Good to see you. And FlyGrid0330, good to see you on here. Tonight is our monthly show about dreams, and so what I do is once a month, I uh, take the dreams that are emailed into me, and we do like an interpretation of the dream and an analysis once a month on the show. And so that's kind of, this is, uh, tonight is the month of May. Um, let me do some quick Shout-outs to all these places that are streaming tonight for our show. We have three pages of Facebook going. The personal page, Catherine Kaufman. The professional page, Catherine Kaufman Psychic Medium. Also should be streaming to my group, which is called Psychic Academy. Also, this is streaming to YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, DLive, and Daily Motion. Good to see all you guys on here tonight. If you can, give me a shout-out. Awesome that, Taya, you're watching on YouTube. I love that. <clears throat> also, I need to know how this microphone is sounding, if it's doing any good at all. Like, does it sound okay, or does it sound awful? 
These, these are things I need to know. Um, this is also going out to a bunch of the different podcasts, such as Anchor, Spotify, Radio Public, Google and Apple Podcasts, Breaker, Pocket Cast, and Overcast. And if you are listening on one of the podcasts and you see that little support button, you know, hit me up for about 2 $3 so that it all adds up and pays for all this equipment because it does get kind of expensive, especially when stuff breaks and you've got to replace it all, like what happened to me last month. Um, so let's do some quick shout-outs up here on uh, Facebook. Christy Osborne Glass, Aretha Morgan, Pamela Downey, Arthea Morgan, Taya Moore, Teresa Duncan, Sandra Lee Small, uh, my buddy, Miss Melissa Begley, and her sidekick, Miss Cleo. And um, let's see if there's anybody else. Amber Benteen, my beautiful neighbor over here in Bellawood. Um, so let's jump into some dreams here, guys. Want to? Um, also, if you have any questions about the dreams, now I'm going to present these all anonymously and if you have any questions about them maybe you've had a similar dream or maybe uh, you would like something clarified a little bit more just put it in the comments and I'll try to uh, watch for those shout out to Susan Nisi and Laura Day good to see you all and Michelle Durbin I'm glad the sound is working geez this is such a pain I tell you guys Okay, let's start out with the first dream, and now it's kind of a long dream, and I'm going to, what I'm going to do is read through the dream and then go back and show you how to analyze it or the key aspects of the dream, okay? So in this dream, um, it starts out, and, and I'm just going to read it, but I'm not going to give away any identifiers. So it started out that my sister was driving me in a dark car on a street to a warehouse. The purpose was some sort of warehouse climb adventure. To get to our parking space, she had to swerve around a couple of dark colored cars blocking our way. The building was a warehouse siding, old brick, two closed garage doors. Once inside the threshold of a single door, I saw mostly empty space on the concrete floor. Now, in a group of people, um, her mother, my mother, entered as part of the group. We walked further into the space, not seeing any bodies or faces. An ascension began up a solid step of, uh, set of steps to an unfinished ceiling space. The rafters in the ceiling were old, exposed timber with 12-inch opening in between. Quite a challenging event as the dimly lit crawl space undulated in light and opening heights. The width was vast. There were several keys hanging in a row between one of the floor joists, approximately three rows in. After walking in on my knees, stopping and crawling through this section of the trek, we approached a section of floor and ceiling that was bright and finished all in white wallboard. As I looked at my next course, the floor and ceiling funneled into a space I knew I wasn't going to fit through. The width, but she says the width was vast. I tried anyway, feeling that my head wouldn't fit in the lowest spot and not caring that I got my new white pants dirty. I had to try. My claustrophobia got the better of me and I had to retreat. 
I felt everyone, uh, everyone else made it through. I heard them on the other side of the opening. I remember thinking I'm going to have to stay here all night. Um, and she remembers contemplating going around the tight space. However, it was straight down on the left side and nothing to hold on to or climb myself around. Go back and wait till everyone is finished. Although in my dream, in the beginning point, did not the beginning point didn't exist any longer for the remaining trekkers. The group wouldn't have found me. I would have been alone and lost forever. And had had I turned around, I was held there in my feelings of trouble, scared, very alone. After the feeling of desperation set in solid, the challenge suddenly was over. Not to struggle any longer, relief, I was transported to the concrete floor below where I met the other trekkers, still no bodies other than one woman from my distant past. It was a theater-style setting with the course. We just scaled behind the seats above us. And so then she also adds that her shadow dad was there encouraging me. You could have done it. And her sister that had driven her to the location uh, sort of had a guide-like feeling to it. Now, so let's break this down. Um, first of all, the detail of the building and all the stuff doesn't really matter in the long run by the analysis of this particular dream, although you could, uh, like, pick all this apart and go into detail about the specifics of the, the building itself and the course. I'm just going to pull the main attributes out of this. And so her sister is driving her in a dark car. So that is significant because the the dark and darker colors kind of um, connotate some negativity. So, and the car is indicative of herself, but her sister is driving, which means she views her sister as a guiding force in her life. And the fact that the car is dark means that there's some kind of negativity in or around the person. Uh, also, she has to swerve around a couple of dark colored cars that are blocking our, uh, the way into the parking lot. So that what that means is that these are blocks in life, negative blocks in life that have to be navigated around. So that is kind of the baseline or gist of the whole dream is navigating around negative blocks. And you're going to see that kind of come out in the body of the dream as well. So there are some things in here I do need other specifics on that I don't have because as they go into the warehouse, and they see this big arena-like place. There's a group of people, and her mother enters the group. Now, if this area is presenting challenges and negative blocks, you have to say, are there, or ask questions, are there negative blocks that have occurred in the relationship between her and her mom that need to be navigated around or dealt with? Okay, so um, because there's an ascension and a set of steps to an unfinished ceiling space. So what that means is that these are unfinished or unsettled aspects, challenges, 
blocks that have been um, kind of left behind and not dealt with. Okay, now the dream also shows that there were several keys hanging in a row. My question is, how many keys? Because the significance of that is in the number of keys that are hanging there in a row, and the number of keys would allude to the meaning of unlocking some of these problems to deal with them. So I would have to know how many keys were hanging in a row. That would be pretty significant. Now, because part of the arena and the person's pants are white, these deal with spiritual aspects. And she says that she wants to keep her white pants clean, but she gets them dirty and that doesn't matter, I guess. It doesn't, she doesn't mind that she gets her white pants dirty. So that's a tarnishment of some kind of ideals that are carried in the subconscious. Um, and it is a good idea to be accepting of, you know, the fact that there's dirt on your white pants, because if you are going to go through life and you're, you're going to get dirty, <laughs> that's for sure. You're going to get tainted. Also, um, there's a feeling that everybody else makes it through except for her. So then we are dealing with, the subconscious is dealing with feelings of everybody else is enough, but I'm not enough. So there are aspects that her psyche is trying to deal with that she isn't enough, but everybody else is enough. And so there's a lot of despair when she gets separated from the group and there's this wondering about, you know, what's going to happen to me now. Um, so afterwards, somehow she gets transported to the concrete floor below where the other group is. And that's a sort of deliverance. And I'm not sure because her shadow dad is there encouraging her, you could have done it. That's sort of a spirit guide stepping in and trying to let her know that, you know, you're just like everybody else. Your, your worth is just like everybody else. And so, and then again, she alludes to her sister who feels like a guide because her sister was the one who drove the car. And there may have been other aspects of the dream that alluded to uh, her sister feeling like she was a guide. Special shout out to Laura Day, Samantha Taylor, Angela Shields. Sheila Sunley and Tina Tracy. Good to see all you guys here tonight. Um, I'm glad the sound is finally working. <laughs> um, because these are important things that we're going over. So any questions about that first dream that I've just presented? Um, most of the description, like I said, really doesn't matter. It's just the key aspects that we're pulling out of here to um, analyze. Yes, Michael Lawrence over here on Instagram says that today was a chill day. That is awesome. You deserve it. B. Ferreira, good to see you. Shell and Shine and Kitty Literal, good to see you here tonight. Um, so, this is the next stream. 
Remember, I'm just going to read you the dream, and then we're going to go back and pull out the key aspects of it. Now, there were several people that um, kind of messaged in. Excuse me. I feel allergy coming on. Whew. Uh, anyway, <clears throat> several people sent in multiple dreams. So what I'm trying to do is just like go with the first one of everybody's dream, and then the successive ones We'll hit those up in um, June. So you'll have to tune back in to June to hear the, six, the other ones that you sent in. <clears throat> okay, next dream. So this person writes, I woke up inside of this dream knowing it was a dream. I was on what seemed to be a flying carpet. It was hovering inside a house. And she questions maybe her house. At first she was smiling and then she realized... It was not a magic carpet. After all, she could feel small hands holding it up, and she could see these little handprints through the carpet. She looks over the side of the carpet to see who's holding it up, and it was like a thousand small children holding up the carpet. And then she realizes that these are all the ghosts of abused children who had died, and they had come to her aid because she had helped so many abused children in her work. They were trying to save me from an evil, dark shadow person, male, who was after her. He can turn into a boiling blackness and move like a river, but then take the form of a man. She could see him coming for her through the door, and the children lifted her up higher and higher. But he was going to get the children, she realizes at that point. So she fought from atop the carpet, trying to protect them, and when she uh, woke up, she was actually hitting the side of the couch where she was sleeping. And her um, daughter was trying to wake her up at that point, too. Now, <clears throat> this one's very interesting because she woke up inside of the dream knowing it was a dream. And so that is a classic hallmark of lucid dreaming. Um, and she actually takes control inside the dream when she realizes that this negative evil force is uh, actually trying to get to the children. She starts to take control of the dream and fighting from atop the carpet to keep the children uh, protected. So this is a, an, a perfect example of lucid dreaming where she knows she's dreaming and she actually takes control of the dream. But now here's the other thing. This is a perfect example of also how lucid dreaming can save you from a psychic attack. This dream is a psychic attack, okay, by some negative force or evil force that this person has encountered and it is actually attacking her through the dream. Now, she has spirit guides, these little children. They can be actual spirits who are trying to protect her. And so collectively between her and the spirits of these children, um, the actions she's where she's fighting back in the dream, that's... Um, the lucid dreamer taking control of the dream and, and actually guiding the dream. So now the ghost of the children is interesting because 
that can be living and past children um, because when you are asleep at night and you're dreaming, uh, your spirit can astral travel. You can have an OBE. So we're not sure completely if these are all passed away children or if they are some passed away, some living. My feeling is that it's a mix of children who have passed away and are living as well. So that was a really, that's a really, really good example of a psychic attack in your sleep. So remember what I always say. If you don't use psychic protection any other time, please keep yourself protected at night because that's the prime time where your art field is open to a psychic attack is when you're a conscious mind is not protecting your aura at night. That's the the one time you need to stay protected. So how can you do psychic protection at night? That's going to be the next episode on next Monday night. Now we got to talk about that for next Monday night before we get on to these other two dreams. Um, I'm planning on doing the show next Monday night on how to protect yourself specifically in your sleep at night. But next week, I am going to have to have surgery. I don't know how this is going to go or what's going to happen. And so um, we will just see and play it by ear. Maybe I'll feel like doing the show. I don't know. We'll see. Um, hopefully, I will. There's a lot of, you know, anybody who's had surgery lately, there's a lot of pre-op stuff to do. And um, so... We'll see. I'll let you guys know. But anyway, hopefully I, I will be able to do the show. Okay, here's the next dream. <clears throat> now, um, okay, this was a good one too. So this person writes, I would have dreams of walking up to unknown in-life buildings. However, in the dream, I would know it was an office building or a medical building or a school building. The significance is knowing um, that the buildings had an elevator, okay? So there's an awareness that the buildings that she's walking up to or has to get to because she has a need to get to these buildings that they have an elevator. So she absol I absolutely knew I was going to this building for the elevator. I couldn't stop myself. I tried. Once in the elevator alone... It would go up or down, but then it would start to spin to the point I was nauseated. I could feel the dread of knowing it was not going to be normal and I was going to be nauseous. So I had so many of these, I began to dread laying down at night for fear of an elevator dream. Uh, there were people upon arrival to the buildings going about their business, but no interaction once that she's inside or exiting. Uh, she also doesn't have a sick feeling upon waking and no, she hasn't taken any medications to induce this feeling. So this one was a good one because um, she knows that there's an elevator in the building. And she feels compelled to go to these buildings because she knows that there's an elevator there. The elevator that's spinning is one of the feelings 
that you get when you have an OBE or out-of-body experience. When the spirit energy gets to a certain point past the body, there are a lot of disorienting type of sounds and feelings as that energy is pulled past the body. And so you can, you can hear very loud noises. You can uh, feel a shock wave. You can feel a disorienting spinning type of feeling, which she does. Um, you can also feel almost like an earthquake shaking. Um, sometimes the noise is absolutely, um, it's almost blinding in your mind how loud the noise is. But these are all indicators of an OBE or out-of-body experience. Now, for whatever reason, she was having quite a few of those all grouped together. And it may, it might have been, uh, sometimes when a person undertakes a lot of spiritual growth or they're doing a lot of, you know, reading or research or maybe reading a lot about astral travel or astral projection or reading and studying a lot about OBE and maybe even trying a few of the techniques or doing some of the meditations that induce OBE or astral projection, that can be one of the factors that causes this to happen. So I would have to ask the person if they can remember, were they doing any type of intensive spiritual work during that time? Thank you, Melissa. Thank you, Sandra. I appreciate that. I think that this surgery will be just a bump in the road, but, you know, and just to let you guys know, it's not cancer. <laughs> it's not cancer again. We're not going there again. <laughs> so, um, so that's, that's the good news of it is not cancer. So that's awesome, but it does have to be done. All right. Let's see what we've got. We've got time for one more. Um, oh, I wanted to get to this one. This one was a good one. Um, okay. <clears throat> so this person writes in, let me make sure that maybe we might have uh, time for two more. So this person writes in, my dreams are all over the place these days. I've had several ones at night. I had one where I was driving and all of these sinkholes started opening up and cars were falling in and I had to get myself and my daughter to safety. We then ended up at this place and there were um, the indoor streams, almost like tanks, and women were driving into them. Then I had a dream. We were moving and this cabinet looked water rotted and falling apart and there was a family of four white beetles sitting on top of it we didn't kill the beetles we let them be and they walked away okay so the fact that we have several themes that are kind of similar we have sinkholes opening up where the cars are we also have indoor streams um, where people are driving into these and then we have um, cabinets that are water rotted and falling apart. Okay, <laughs> so those are all kind of similar themes in that they're holes, streams, water. So there's a, 
what that indicates is there are a lot of pitfalls in life. Okay, that's the sinkholes. There are a lot of people that just will drive into you with their emotions. That is, are the women that are driving into the streams. And because people just kind of run you down with their emotions, that causes the water-rotted cabinets. Okay? So these are all like the effects of these pitfalls and these people just running you down in life. Now, the four white beetles are significant, and those are actually... Um, indicative of spirit guides um, because they're white and the number four indicates all that. Um, they let those spirits be and the beetles walked away. In other words, the beetles have some kind of ability or knowledge to escape all this stuff that's going on. And it kind of shows the person that there are uh, spirits there with her that are trying to guide her. Uh, but all of this kind of refers to the pitfalls of life and how other people can just run you down with their emotions and that that can actually cause damage in your auric field. That's the water stain, rotted places in the cabinet. So when you're feeling like that, your subconscious is trying to tell you it's a good time to do a spiritual cleansing. Um, when your auric field is kind of tainted with everybody else's garbage and their emotional upset, uh, you kind of re need to recalibrate your own energy. And um, there are ways to do that. And we will definitely go into that next Monday when we talk about how to do your psychic protection specifically at night. Okay, so tune in next week. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's see if I'm just checking to see if we have any questions. Yes, Melissa says no cancer. Yes, thank goodness. All right, here's the last dream for the evening, and then we're going to save all the rest of them for the month of June. Okay, so. Uh, this person writes, I've had two dreams of a black or black and brown wolf or coyote. Now, this dream was really good. I loved interpreting this. And she's had this dream in the last two weeks. She was able to touch the wolf uh, at night when she's dreaming about it. And she says that the wolf nibbled at her but never attacked her. So she gives him one of the bowls that she has and uses at her house on a regular basis. And she puts ice cream and blue sleeping pills in the bowl to get rid of the wolf. But, um, and then she also throws him two frozen burgers. He ate everything and left the pills in the bowl. This is such an interesting dream. The dream is so intense and I can feel my emotions in it. What, uh, so she's wanting to know what is she missing? Okay. So the, so here we have to break it down. The wolf's color is black or dark brown, which indicates an evil force because, uh, or negative force, either evil or negative force. Uh, and the wolf or coyote is significant because these are wild, untamed forces that uh, attack. So it is an attacking, evil, a negative force 
somewhere in the life that she's dealing with. Now, she's trying to navigate this through her life, and she is trying different things to appease this force, right, from ice cream to frozen burgers, and then she even slips in some blue sleeping pills. But, she, you know, the evil force is aware, I think, of what she's trying to do, and she may have um, like a fear of people trying to know that she's trying to navigate around their evilness. And uh, this evil force has left the pills in the bowl. So she's trying to appease. <clears throat> she can't hide or stifle some of the things that she feels. And she's uh, making attempts at peace, but it doesn't always work or it can't always work. And so... Her subconscious is trying to deal with those aspects that she has to appease this evil force that's within the world around her. And these are probably people that she has to deal with on a daily basis um, because she it's she's feeding them out of a bowl that she uses on a regular basis. So I feel like that these are forces that are within her life every day. And so she's trying different things, dealing with it in different ways to try to keep from getting attacked and torn apart, basically. And so it's kind of a bad situation. Um, and I would suggest that this person do a lot of spiritual and energy cleansing, you know, maybe routinely at the end of the day, uh, just to make sure that none of this energy is um, becoming calibrated in her auric field. Hey, Melissa Newman, good to see you. So, and you know, I think that that last dream is very uh, important because a lot of us have felt that way lately. Like we, we don't know how to deal with uh, the negative forces that are in the environment right now. Do you appease them? Do you try to, um, you know, just put that under a blanket and not pay attention to it? Um, I mean, what do you do these days? And definitely in her dream, she's trying a lot of different things to try to navigate this evil or negative force. So, that would be definitely somebody who would need to uh, come home and recalibrate and cleanse, maybe just really quick to get that negativity separated from their auric field. <clears throat> so Melissa has a quick dream here. Last night's dream, a friendly lion that I was trying to get away from, but he kept finding me. I wasn't scared of him, but something kept telling me he was about to turn on me any minute. Okay, so that's a warning from your subconscious that uh, somebody that you're dealing with has that potential. And so it's sort of calling to your attention to be a little bit more cautious in, in dealing with that person. And I'm feeling it may be somebody male just because the the connotation of it being a lion. Uh, so you'll have to you know, remember back to your dream was the lion, female or male, 
And when most people dream of a lion, it's the big maned male lion that they dream of. It could also be indicative of a person who is in the Leo uh, astrological, a Leo astrological sign that you have to be kind of careful of. So uh, it's a warning from your subconscious that, you, you know, your subconscious may have filtered information that you need to be a little bit more cautious about the information that you allow that person to know or divulge in front of that person that you could get, um, you could get burned. <laughs> okay, so Melissa says it didn't have a mane. Then it could have been uh, a female in the Leo astrological sign. So there's there's some kind of reason why the lion is being shown, and most likely it's the Leo astrological sign that you have to be careful of. <laughs> so it's uh, funny how your subconscious filters all kinds of information that you're totally unaware of uh, during your day. Okay, my friends, another Monday night is over. Uh, the rest of these dreams, don't worry, I have them. We're going to cover them in June. And, and so the June dream show will be the second Monday of the month of June. And so if you guys in the audience have any dreams that you want to turn in for the month of June, uh, I'm going to leave the email in the chat and you can, you can um, email me there or you can message me. I, it's easiest to message me on Facebook, really, but you can email them to me as well. And uh, thank you so much for uh, the prayers and stuff for speedy recovery. I think I'll do just fine. <laughs> I hope anyway. <laughs> you guys have a fabulous week. I hope things go your way this week. Kisses from Kentucky. And I will see you guys hopefully next Monday. Bye now.